You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here at our great community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We have a great show for you in store this morning, a very exciting show actually. Uh, We've got results from around Australia with the correspondence that we could catch up with this week and also we have a great interview from Belgium. We've got our good friend, uh, Mr. Yellow Rosie, is coming on to tell us about his great national birds and his bird of the series over there in Belgium. So, uh, and I'll tell you what, you're going to learn some stuff here from Yellow Rosie's. Anyway, we've got to introduce this chappy right now here at Pigeon Radio Australia. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese falcon. 600 years the falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese falcon. Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Mr. Tony Barbara. How are you, mate? Good evening. Good morning to you. Good morning to all the listeners. And good morning to everybody around the world. And good morning to our friend, Joe. (laughs) Well, yeah, good morning to him. But we're going to play this. back folks let's give him a warm welcome back to pigeon radio australia introducing the one and only pigeon racing italian stallion joe angelino 
Mr. Joe Angelino. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Ivan, and good morning, Tony. How are we, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. good I'm good. good. Jeez, what a show we have, we have today. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward <laughs> to talking to our friend, Jelly. Oh, yeah, Jelly, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you know, yes uh, how, long, how long, when was the last time I spoke to him? About a year ago, wasn't it? I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, Tony. What was the last time Joe Angelino uh, spoke with No, you? no. I, oh, mate, it would be about uh, How many nine years. years of nine, nine. No, it'd be uh, about eight years ago. Yeah, about eight, eight, eight nine years ago. Yeah, that's a long time. A long time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. And now you've spoken to him again. And... You're going to ask him some very interesting stuff. I am actually, yeah. We, um, you're not going to ask him things. what we've asked him before. You're going to ask him new stuff. New stuff, yeah. So hopefully, yeah, it'll yeah, be very we interesting. Might learn something, people. Yes, yes, <laughs> I think might. we will. Well, he's a champion over there. Of course, we're going he's to learn a champion. something. He is a champion. You know, and he tells the truth. He does. He doesn't he hide nothing. Yeah, good Gentleman. fella. Gentleman. Very nice guy. He's a very good man. Yeah. I agree with you. Anyway, we went to Sydney with him and Ivan and all that. And yeah, we went to Sydney with him and, yeah, he, no, he's a nice guy. Very nice guy. Now, Mr. Angelino, third fed this weekend. Third fed. Just missed mm. out by a minute, I think just under two minutes. Anyway, yeah, that's, so, that's, you know what? But it was still one in the triangle. <laughs> yeah, it but was, it was. that's not much. I mean it. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, it was the triangle. It was. But hang on a minute, Alfonte. What? 11th. You're climbing the ladder. <laughs> yeah. You're climbing the ladder. Uh, anyway, head on our race for the first ladder. race. Right. Second race. Second. Se- second race. Yeah. Yeah. The wind didn't suit him the first week. The, the second week. Yeah, he's climbing anyway, the ladder. had a good clock. And guess what? All right, good clock up yeah. here. Yeah, second yeah. And, and he's by himself. I've got to mention Jared Barry right. up so, there in Riddle's Creek. That was a good yeah, pigeon. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. It was good, actually. That was a good pigeon. That pigeon broke away. Yeah. And uh, well done to Louis too. He got his first yeah, fed Louis. for the year. Was it? Yeah, that's his first oh, one. For first the year. fed. Oh, good on you, Mister yeah. Louis Pallagor. Yeah. Well done, well done. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So this week, we, next week, we want to see Ivan Fonte win the fed. <laughs> and Tony, in your federation. Yeah, you got to win. You come tenth, Tony again. Uh, and You're bro- number ten again. Uh, and broke that bit. You're like Bo Derek, ten. Well done, Tony. Well <laughs> done. Good on you. Uh, that's um, good, mate. Were you happy with your race, Tony? Uh, not really. <laughs> All right. And anyway, uh, uh, this bloody race. I in forty-two years, I haven't experienced one like it. Really interesting. It was a solid race, huh? Uh, yeah, you clock, then you bloody get another pigeon after 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's strange. Mm. Mm. Something I, must have I don't know, something must have happened at the race point, I reckon. I don't know, mate, I can't uh, comment on it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Because yeah. usually you clock, say, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and then you get the next one. Mm. Mm. You know, every five minutes you start. Yeah, that's right. Sort of get the one. Start coming, yeah. So not one after 40 minutes, you get the second. You had two races on, two. on the weekend. Even the 10 birder was like that. But did you guys, um, you let the 10 birder out first or second? Second. Second. And they clock on the 10 birder first. Yeah. Strange. Mm. I, sometimes, I, the, sometimes the birds I don't chase. know, anyway, I, we might have bloody clash w- with other birds too. And I've got a feeling, I had a feeling maybe with South Australia. We clash. Where did they race from though? Little Topa. Little Topa. Oh, that's not that far from... Uh, no, where where did they race from? Near Wentworth. And, yeah, and, and that's why it was a funny race. Maybe. Maybe. I, I reckon. 
Maybe. Oh, well, time will tell, Tony. I know, <laughs> it's you, gone now, uh, isn't it? <laughs> if you're Australian, yeah, South um, Australian pigeons, then your theory's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need uh, to report some South, South Australian pigeons, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for that. I have yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know well, that one year I got a bird reported in Tasmania. I know that much. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not this year. No, it was before the COVID, the year before the COVID. That is unreal. I got a bird report, and then the fellow had to flight to me because I said to him on the phone when I rang him, I says, "Oh, yeah. I said, give me your address. I'll come and pick the bird up." And he says, "No, you won't be." I said, "Why not?" He said, "Because I'm in Tasmania." Oh my! <laughs> That's a fair call. <laughs> so I, what he did was he had a mate that was flying planes to Essendon Airport. Yeah. Freight, you're from Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. And he sent the bird. How to good's me. that? I had to go to Essendon Airport and oh, pick it beautiful. up. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I had one reported Warnable, they say. Warnable? Uh, that's not too bad, Warnable. Yeah, that's from my place, the Warnable, that's a long way out. Did you go pick it up? No, the pigeon herang her us the next day and Herakan said died. Oh, okay. Maybe he was injured. He liked it and kept it, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have said to, okay. would have said to him, keep it. Was he a pigeon flyer, this bloke? I didn't say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Mystery. This, that one's a mystery. And there was another blog that, uh, what's, uh, that they reported his birth and then the next day they rang up and they reckon it died. Well, maybe they're injured, Tony. They get uh, hit by falcons. Could, could be possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you've got another request, Mr. Angelino, you and your requests. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm going to do a request. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Have a look at this. You like that, Tony? You like that? What's that? Took oh, a photo of... Um, in the studio. Yeah, all right. Now, what's this request? It's called The Kid, Lor- without you. Lor- Laroy. Laroy. Kid Laroy. Yeah. Without you. All yeah, right. Yeah, play that one for me. All right, no worries. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thank you. All right. Let's, let's listen uh, to this song that Mr. Angelino's and picked. And we'll be back with some more interesting stuff here on Pigeon Radio Australia. You cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally left it without you. Without you And it hurts for me to think About what life could possibly be like Without you Without you I can't believe that You would have believed me Fuck all of your reasons I lost my shit You know I didn't mean it Now I see it You run and repeat it And I can't take it back So there you go, oh Can't make a wife out of a hoe, oh I'll never find a word to say I'm sorry, but I'm scared to be alone You cut out a piece of me And now I bleed internally Left it without you Without you And it hurts for me to think About what life could possibly be like Without you Without you, oh 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 oh
to go I really wish that we could have got this right So here I go, oh Can't make a wife out of a hoe, oh I'll never find a word to say I'm sorry But I'm scared to be alone You cut out a piece of me For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 9981000 and Southern FM sponsor. Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad... Shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. At the Australian Road Safety Foundation, we believe every single road user has the power to be the change they want to see on the road. And that starts well before getting behind the wheel. With road trauma being the biggest killer of kids aged 1 to 14 and the second biggest of those under 25. I'm urging teachers, parents and students to visit roadset.com.au and get started on their own educational journey today. 
Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm. For International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have direct from Belgium, one of the greatest pigeon flyers in Belgium, and that's Mr. Yella Rosiers. Hello, Yella, how are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Hi, guys. I'm doing okay. That's good I'm now. Happy to hear your voice again. First of all, I'd like to uh, ask you about Queen Fortuna. Can you tell us a little bit about Queen Fortuna? Uh, uh, that's a young hen that. Uh, uh, last week, she clocked uh, second national against uh, 23,000 plus birds uh, on a 550 kilometer race, six hours 20 on the wing. And uh, we got beaten by only less than two seconds. So oh, yeah, but she's a little bit faster, and then we could win the race. But yeah, now we are still second place, and the winner of that day was uh, my friend. Uh, uh, who is always road training with me, so I ah. got my ass kicked about <laughs> my, my trainer. <laughs> did, the, did, did the bird trap well when they come home? Yeah, really good, yeah. It came okay. down like a bullet. Uh, my wife threw the dropper and, and, yeah, straight on the landing board. So we can't blame... working with some, ho- uh, some hoopers to chase the birds in yep. there. If I was a, a tennis player, then maybe I, I, I would want the two seconds. But, <laughs> so uh, we, can't, we can't blame your okay. wife? No, we can't no, blame your good. wife? She didn't throw the fantail fast enough? Hey, we can't again, we can't blame your wife because she didn't throw the fantail fast enough. Oh, I blame her. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no question about that. I'm only joking, mate. I'm only joking. Always blame another. Not yeah, yourself. exactly. <laughs> Very true. And uh, the bird came down really good, and 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 uh, yeah, it is what it is. And we were second, so almost we could win, but it's like a winner still. Yeah, it's still like the winner. What a champion pigeon. Champion pigeon. Against 23,000 birds, my goodness. That's two, a very good pigeon. Two seconds, mate. That's uh, nothing. It was only a difference of uh, eight centimetres. So. 
That's equal. I, it's like I said to my wife, the eight centimeter I'm short in bed, I was short on the race. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You know what you have to do? I, I've got a little tip for you. Maybe build the loft closer. That way the pigeon doesn't have to Excuse fly. Me? I said maybe you need to build your loft closer, a little bit closer to the house. Uh, Huh? Two seconds oh, closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that I can do. Yeah, maybe that's enough. Or, or, the, or the pad. Bring the pad a little bit, a little bit closer. <laughs> now the be- yeah. good pigeon, mate. Very good that's pigeon. Congratulations. Well done. Yeah, those birds are. They were, nine out of ten. They were together because the guy is only uh, six hundred meters from my place, and uh, yeah, they were together. And yeah, you lose with a second, a uh, little bit more than a second. So that's hmm. nothing. Mm, mm. Now, also, you got bird of the series, I heard, too, KBDB. Yeah, we have uh, this year, for the third time in six seasons, uh, we win first national ace KBDB. Uh, the first two times it was with young birds on the national races, and now it's with old birds on the long distance, and that's uh, 650 till 800 kilometers. Oh, Fantastic. Um, and that's an old, uh, uh, a 2020 uh, bird. Yep. And uh, we had a tough season. And on the last race, it was 800 kilometer, mm. And we had to clock him in the top to be in the top 10 uh, national ace birds, mm. or champion birds, whatever. Mm. Um, and almost 14 hours on the wing, just before Jeez. dark, like a bullet. Wow. And I, we clocked, it was first provincial and uh, first section and uh, nationally was 68 because we are at the long end on the long distance, yeah. uh, always on the long end if we fly national and, and uh, it was a strong headwind from the beginning till the end and most of the birds uh, in the top were in East and West Flanders and those guys are 50 till uh, 90 kilometers shorter. Uh, and they also shipped the most pigeons over there, so Mm. it was a difficult uh, mission, Mm. but we succeeded. Yeah, we clocked the bird. Yep, and um, this this, this, the last race you had, you also had a good result, didn't you? Uh, Yesterday we did another 550-kilometer national race with young birds, and uh, we uh, we had uh, ninth national now with our first pigeon. Oh, very good! Excellent! Against, Congratulations! Uh, Thirteen thousand plus birds now. Congratulations! And they flew um, almost eight hours on the wing yesterday. Fantastic! Very so, good! Excellent! Yeah, and 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 it's those are tough races. Uh, yeah. Eight hours, almost five hundred fifty kilometers for yeah. young birds. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the good ones they can handle it. I yeah. always say so. Yeah. Now, can I ask you what's been happening in Belgium? There's a lot of talk about uh, magnetic poles and the birds can't navigate. There was a race you had, I think, from France, and it was heavy losses. Oh, that was an international race from Narbonne, yeah, uh, f- France. That's about 900 plus kilometer, 950, I believe. Mm. And uh, they released the pigeons and. I believe in less than a hundred kilometers they hit on on some storm and okay. and, and lightning and all that shit, uh, and a lot of birds were missing on the day and the second day. But after a week or two, 
eighty percent, let's say, will is back in the lock. Oh, okay, uh, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, if if birds had have to deal with storm, yeah, then the navigation is always more difficult. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But some people are some people are writing on social media that it's mag- magnetic poles and the uh, 5G telephone and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a few years I I had a seminar in in the US, and people uh, also asked about my uh, opinion about 5G. Yeah, and and I had a an an easy answer. Yeah. What was your answer? They won't change. They won't change it for us. So deal with it, ah, and that's all you can do. That's correct. Yeah, good answer. Very good answer. So I think the birds they have just have to adapt to it, and 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 yeah, you have to deal with it. They don't, they won't well, stop the world because we are flying pigeons. Well, I'll tell you something. You know how people think five G just appeared now. It's just come now. It's we've had five G. In the world for a long time, the military been using 5G for a long time, and also when we were doing interviews uh, from overseas via satellite, that was all 5G. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. T- television interviews. You know, the Australia, but I'm talking in the 80s and 90s. That was all 5G technology. Yeah, so it's already a long time. The thing I, I believe is when uh, a friend of me of of the US, he told me when you wrote training and you're just next to a, 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 a 4G or 5G, whatever, I don't know, uh, uh, antenna, mm. and you, you road train those birds and you're close to it, then it's always a more difficult toss than when you are far, far further okay. away from uh, some antennas. Or yeah, that, that makes sense because, and, uh, because yeah. five, five... And also, when, when we road train young birds and, and that... Uh, in Brussels, they have some things to do with the military and or the, the, president of the president of the United States is coming. Then always that day, we have more problems with road training also. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, because they use more signals or Correct. whatever. Correct, yeah. To, to and stay in touch with and 5G signal is usually a microwave link, if you understand radio. Okay. It's a microwave link, so it does affect the, um, the surrounding area. Where it is being transmitted from. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow will be back with you after this short break uh, from our sponsors on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with more of Yellow Rosiers here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Yellow will be back with you after this short break uh, from our sponsors on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with more of Yellow Rosiers here on Pigeon Radio Australia. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. 
Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Eighty-eight point three Southern FM. Stop the pigeon! 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 How? Grab him! Jab him! Tab him! Grab him! Stop that pigeon now! You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website is southernfm.com.au. And we're back with uh, Yellow Rosiers from live from Belgium. And uh, Joe Angelino is very anxious to ask him a few questions. So let's, here we go. Hey, uh, Yellow, how are you, my friend? I'm I'm okay, buddy. That's How good, are you? Not too bad. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, we are getting older, and I'm not looking better. So <laughs> be quick before I look worse. Oh, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, yeah. um, I'd like to ask you. We'll start with um, how did you get into pigeon racing, and when did you start? Uh, how did I get into pigeon racing? My both grandfathers had pigeons, and I was cleaning uh, the lot, scraping the lofts off when I was. Uh, 10 years or something, eight years, 10 years. And then my father, uncles uh, had pigeons. Then uh, family of my grandmother, uh, the Hubens, the brother-in-law of Huben uh, and several others. So we had a, a pretty big pigeon family. Um, and in 1995, I had my first uh, pigeon loft two meter by two meters, something like that. And I was flying only on the sprint races, one and 200 kilometers. And, and that was the start of it. Yeah. In, in 1995, I was 12 years and I had my own pigeon loft, two meters by two meters. How did you go back then when you, um, raced on your own? Then, uh, uh, my parents were divorced and, and there were some, uh, problems. And, and I, then I moved, I lived with my mother. I moved to my father. And then at my father's place, uh, yeah, there were bigger lofts and, and I was flying, but then a certain period, I was more, 
going out, drinking beer, have fun with the girls and all those things. Uh, and I don't regret that time. So I had a lot of fun. Uh, but then on, later yeah. on, let's say from 2004, it was back serious. Uh, m- more with the pigeons. Uh, always, uh, I was all, uh, in all the time I was still visiting the Hoobans and everything, but then I was more involved in the, in the game again after a few years of having fun. Uh, and then everything uh, started and it was getting better and better, uh, till, uh, uh the day I am now, uh, here, uh, in partnership with a Chinese guy, Mr. Green and, uh, yeah, and that's the beginning. And, and oh yeah, we had ups and downs like uh, everybody, I think. Yeah, but and, I think uh, I, I and think now we are doing okay. So you've had a lot of ups. Oh, sorry, yeah, you've had a lot of ups and downs though. You've you've been flying really, really well. You're a champion. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you're a champion. Do, to us, you're a books, pigeon yeah. god here. You're a pigeon it's god. Still, still a game, <laughs> so. Uh, Did you hear what he said to you, Yele? He, he said to you that in Australia, to us in Australia, you're a pigeon god. You're a champion. <laughs> we, look, we look up at you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that's what I'm going to tell my wife. <laughs> uh, good man, good man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just another guy that's flying pigeons, nothing more. Yeah, but you've got the touch. You've just got... Yeah, he's got the gift. You've got the gift, exactly, Ivan. He's got the gift, mate. And this is why we want to have this interview to ask to pick your brains and see if we can learn from you. You know what I mean? Well, but even I can learn even from you guys. So everybody can learn from each other. Yeah, that's true. Open your eyes and ears. That's true. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But but a lot of people they make it too difficult. That it, it's just like my 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 good friend uh, who passed away three years ago said, "Keep it simple, and it's all about common sense." That's it. Yeah, that's right. And exactly. Good words. Exactly. And that's... and all the strategy and all that all that other bullshit he said. A good one is a good one, and keep it simple, and right. don't look for any excuses. I always say. A lot and of, okay, one yeah. day you're in a good position. The day, the week after, you're in a, in a bad location. But still, you can analyze the result that you that you are clocking good or not. That's the thing. I always say, if if you have to clock good when you're in 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 a bad location, then you can see how good you are. Correct. How more difficult it is, how how better you can see uh, how the condition or the quality of the birds is. One hundred percent. But if everybody can follow, everybody can follow. You know. Exactly. No, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You're right. Now, listen, like you like you were saying, it's very important. It starts in the it starts in the stock loft, yeah. So when you're pairing up your stock birds, do you pair winners to winners, or how do you, how do you pair your birds up? Do you do you look yeah, do, you, do, you, do you believe uh, in eye sign? Do you believe you know? I I, I like. Uh, Strong, powerful eyes, but when I have a good racer and he has he has a, 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 an eye that's not really powerful or whatever, it go to the breeding loft because a good racer is a good racer. And what I do, I, I pair that bird with a stronger eye, like we say. Mm-hmm. But I always try to find the, may, the way in the middle, so smaller wing with a bigger wing, 
bigger pigeon with a smaller bird, uh, powerful eye with a less powerful eye. Uh, I always try to have at least one racer in a pair, uh, and two is even is 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 uh, even better because the last two three years I'm bringing more and more good racers to that breeding section. And and most important, I think, is keep your number low. Don't get too big because you're killing yourself. Uh, and and yeah, again, no excuses. Uh, two years, maximum three, and the, the the bird is not showing anything in the in the breeding loft. Get rid of it. It doesn't matter what name or pedigree or how much money you you paid for it. Uh, yeah, you have to be very tough. Uh, yeah. And and a lot of I, I prefer to have more and more good racers in that breeding loft. When you go 50, 60 years back in time, uh, when I hear the story of my grandfathers, yeah, people had uh, 12 Widowwood cockbirds, and they had six pairs of breeders, and they bred out of the racers too, eh? and that was their. See, uh, half uh, breeding loft, half race loft, you know. Okay. So they kept youngsters out of the races, and and that's always better, I think, because those birds they uh, performed already. They they like today we just talked about five G and everything. Those birds they proved themselves that they could handle the situation of today also. Yeah, um, and I think that that's the best. Yes. Uh, Racing birds and, and, and keeping the good racers. Eh? And not only birds, uh, like we have here, uh, people that, that, that uh, look for easy races or, or they always have to be in the best spot, you know. No. Uh, go to the, the, the strongest club. And, okay, you will not be always in the best location, but send those birds and every week. And you get better and better. And in the beginning, you lose maybe more birds or you have less birds at the end. Uh, but that one, two or three birds that, that prove themselves, I can go to the breeding loft. Eh? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You guys have a shipping limit. And sometimes I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it would be better also here that we would have a shipping limit. So I think that automatically... Uh, when you have a shipping limit, you have to select a little bit tougher also because we can send everything, you know? Uh, and with a limit, you, yeah, you try to send only your best birds because you want to do good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And we can send everything over here. But the, the other part is we have no shipping limit, so we can discover other birds. They have more more weeks they can go to select pigeons, and that's maybe that's then the good part of no shipping limit. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that. You know, sending uh, birds to a race because, like you're saying, uh, that's another question I wanted to ask you. You know, you guys send um, as many birds as you like. Where we don't, we've got a forty bird limit, or you know. But um, we'll, I'll get yeah. I'll get back to that one. I just want to just quickly finish on the pairing. So, do you um? Do you pair winners to winners? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I also do is is uh, good racers. I try to put with good racers or proven breeders with a good racer. Yeah. But good with good is is, is or is good. what I I did also the last two years uh, in spring summer mm-hmm. we bred some uh, late uh, some late hatches out of top birds with each other, yeah. automatically line breeding back to that Queen L. Yeah. And 
let's say you have four babies and the, the most special one, when I select the late hatches, then I will pay more attention to the eye sign compared to when I, I, I have my racers, you know? Yes. Because then you need yeah, you, the, the more special one you think I keep. And, I, and after uh, a year or two, I start breeding out of it. Okay. Uh, and that gave me already some good birds also, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and do you but good with good? Yeah, so good good birds with good birds. You have it's to try good. Them, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Exactly. It's not that you start from from tomorrow. Uh, uh, it's a, a a thing that you have to build up in in, in many years. Uh, it's if a long you, process. If you know, yeah, it's a long we, process. We are now twenty twenty two. Fifteen years ago. We start to clock the, f- the the first grandchildren of Quinell in the top 10 national. Now, 15 years later, uh, almost 16 years later even, uh, that bloodline is still showing up, you know. Now she's further away in the background, but also more times in the background in some of my good races. So already 16 years, descendants of her are clocking. And in those 16 years, we had to select, we had to build up, we had to cull birds, we had to do, yeah, Everything to to try to get on a higher level, and even now today, we still have to be very sharp. Otherwise, you go down again. You're one hundred percent right. You always have to be. If you yeah. want to be on top, you have to. Yeah, you got to be a little bit tough. You know, with the uh, selection, stock birds, and everything. You're right. He's one hundred percent right. Now that was. Well, and don't well be said. afraid. Don't be afraid to to look the to 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 try to do the impossible thing. Eh? Uh, like on the long distance, I sent to that 800 kilometer. Uh, I, I had more <laughs> my pants than in my gut because I said to Luke Huben, you know how far that is? 800 <laughs> kilometers? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And all over? Yeah, yeah. I never did that. We were here in with seven guys. Yeah. And Luke Huben, me, Bart Gerings, uh, some other guys, friends and... and, and with pigeons or without pigeons, yeah. waiting for the birds. Yep. All of a sudden, just before dark, bam, you clock that cockbird, and he will he wins first national ace. But with the yearlings, we also could win first national ace uh, if we clock that yearling on time too. Wow, um, that's unreal. But he he was the the morning after together with my other yearling. And those two, he, he, they, they uh, win now second national champion, champion lot for me. Uh, but if I, if I didn't ship, because a lot of people here, they said I was uh, insane because that one yearling, he flew a 14th national, the week after a 9th national, and then the week after I sent him again to the 800 kilometer with headwind. Yeah, people said wow. I was insane. But if I didn't send those birds, I couldn't win anything. That's right. You wouldn't have so got the I results. I had to send those birds, <laughs> and we clocked them. <laughs> you, uh, you remember, you remember, Yella, three years ago. I think it was three years ago. Now I rang you up and I said, "Oh, I've been sending these birds every week, and the people in the club reckon I'm cruel because these birds have been going every week." And I said, "Now I have to go to." Um, what is 500 miles? It's about 800 kilometers. 800, 800 kilometers. Kilometer, yeah. And what did you say to me? You said, ship the birds, remember? Yeah. And that week, I got third and tenth in the race. Unreal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So your, yeah. your, your theory is exactly right. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I know it's possible if, if they have, 
if if the birds one if they can handle it. That's right. Two, if they the got the 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 the, just, the good. Uh, if you take care good of them and whatever, and and they are healthy, and they can handle it, then you can do things more with a pigeon. That's all I can say. Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now you know once you yep. once you've paired once you've you've paired up and you've bred your youngsters. Um, how many youngsters would you breed? Yearlings. We breed uh, young birds. We breed in two rounds. Uh, this year, one hundred fifty sixty. Two rounds. Do you prefer hens or cocks, or it doesn't matter? Or do you select? You know, like more hens than no, cocks. No, I prefer everything. Everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I like to fly more with a. Cockbird, because when you see them loft flying and things doing, and, and that's what I like, yeah, the most. Uh, but hens also, I like to fly hens, but cockbirds in the morning when you let them out or in the afternoon and you see them loft flying, that's uh, for me, it's, it's uh, always fun. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, a, it's very enjoyable to uh, watch. Hens, yeah, with, with, with hens, yeah, they are, you have incredible good hens too, but you need... I always say, hey, you have guys here, they only fly hens, and to to have uh, to breed pigeons, you need a cock and a hen. That's right. So, it's better you have a good cock and a good hen. So, the good cock you only can discover when you fly the suckers. That's and if true. you don't fly them, yep. you don't know it. You don't. You're right. But, yep. you will, if, if you lose birds most of the times on a race, or, or, or you have, let's say, 10 birds at uh, home, the percentage of hens at home will be higher than compared to cockbirds. If you, if you lose pigeons in a race, the, the, the losses on the cockbirds will be a little bit higher than on the hens, but that doesn't matter. Eh? It, you need both sexes to, 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 breed young, to breed youngsters, and it's better to have a good cockbird too. Eh? So I'm, I'm flying everything, young birds and old birds, cocks and hens now. Okay, that's and do you now do you separate your hens and cocks or do they you keep them together? The sexes are always separated here. Always separated. Okay. Yeah, except now I have uh, ten yearling hens. They are on eggs, uh, and now the 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 babies are hatching, and those I fly on the last three national races. With when we fly with young birds on the three last national races, you can also still can fly old birds. But it doesn't count for any championship or whatever. Uh, so it's just having a result, and, and we have them between two and a half and five thousand old birds in that race. How many old birds would you have? I uh, this year I started with uh, 40, 40 old birds and yearlings together. Okay, and those pigeons go from the first. How many races do you have? Ten races, or how many races? No, including sprint races. So they go from start to finish. Yeah, the, including sprint races and everything, it's it's about I think almost twenty or something. So those pigeons that you race them from the first race to the last race, is that right? Yeah, I uh, those yearling hens they skipped uh, one week or two weeks, maybe that's it, and otherwise they go every week. Yeah, and oh, those cockbirds right. that I flew on a long distance. Yep. Between uh, they. Those yearling cockbirds, they did the last three long-distance races in a row. So it was uh, 730 kilometers a week, uh, and they flew 10 hours and a half on the wing. The week yeah. after, they did 650 with 8 hours and a half on the wing, and then they did 800, 
and I clocked them in the morning uh, on the second day. Uh, the old cockbird, that is national champion bird, mm. he flew every two weeks on the long distance. So let's say from 6.50 till 800 kilometers, uh, with a week in between, then I kept him home. I was road training him or whatever. Okay. But before, uh, yeah, a few times to the 100, 200, 350, and then five, 600, yeah. But those hens that they, that they fly on the middle distance, uh, they do that every week. They go almost one week. I, I kept them home to get them on the nest on X and everything. To motivate them to come yeah. home quicker. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. How do you? Yeah, most of the times they, they, they have to go, yeah. With your yearlings, with your yearlings, how do you start your training? Like, um, what, what distance do you start your training at, road trained? Oh, uh, we go to the, the five kilometer and uh, the 10. They go. How many times? I believe eight, eight times in a basket mm-hmm. uh, until 30 kilometer, and then they go to uh, the 100 with the club. But okay. then I start them loft flying uh, at the end of February, beginning of March, and the season uh, will start half of April for them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But now the next. And now I, I have to keep them in, the, especially those yearling cockbirds. Yeah. Uh, so the young, the the young cockbirds and young hens now. They will stay in, in the loft after the season. I don't let them out anymore because they have to start the body mold and also they have to drop a lot of flights. And if I let them out loft flying in winter time, I will uh, get behind with dropping the flights. Uh, so if I keep them uh, in the loft, I lock them up till uh, half of February. Normally they, they mold the, old, uh, the wing. Uh, if one bird is still uh, uh, have to drop one flight, so the tent. Then we we pull them and and that's it. But most of the time they all uh, mount the flights and and no problem. Okay. But if we let them out in winter time, they still have to do many too many flights to mount, and then you're not ready for the next season. Oh right. Okay. You don't use the the darkening system or anything like that, or. Yeah, the young birds they get they are in the darkening, and my my hands, uh, old hands also. Okay. Oh, very good. My next question is going to be we're we're going to talk about feeding. Um, now, what I want to know is how how do you, how you feed how do you how do you feed your race team, and um, even you know like during the week and when you're preparing them, you know the day before the race. Can you can you? Tell us how you do that and what type of feed and how much. Do you measure your feed? Per uh, I use the ID uh, mixtures. That's uh, a company from Belgium. Uh, um, I feed my birds always until they have enough, but I have uh, a few different mixtures we use. We have a more carbohydrate mixture and, and fibers. Uh, you have a, a higher protein mixture and then uh, a higher fat mixture. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I'm, in the beginning of the week, it's it's the the, the fiber mixture more, and then uh, the cockbirds they get uh, two days in a week also the higher protein mixture, and the hens they don't get it. Uh, they only stay on the fiber mixture, and then 
They get uh, also the high fat mixture. Uh, the last uh, day and a half, uh, so three meals, something uh, like that. And the cockbirds, they get also the last three meals, the high fat. Uh, but the cockbirds get in the middle of the week also uh, three to four meals, uh, the protein mixture. Um, and I always feed until they they leave some food. Uh, all my birds, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, if you go every week, they need enough uh, energy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my how I feed and and I did that uh, a company of a friend of me and 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 yeah, I'm I'm following him all those years uh, and I'm, I'm I have a good feeling with those mixtures and and we have results so uh, I won't change so I stay to that and we- and other people do good with other mixtures also and mm-hmm. that, that doesn't matter exactly now with um like the when do you ship your birds uh, is it Friday. Like, on the sprint and a short middle yeah. distance, it's uh, sprint is Saturday for Sunday, yes. short middle distance Friday for Saturday, and then the national races. Um, five, six hundred kilometer, it's Thursday for Saturday. If you go to seven, eight hundred kilometer, it's Wednesday for Saturday, and the international races is on Monday for Friday. Okay, yeah, so, like that. so the day before from the start, from the from the sprint races, we'll start from the sprints. How would you feed the birds on a Friday before? But like, you get up Thursday morning, uh, Friday morning. How, how much feed do you feed the the birds? Do you give them half a feed or no, no, all they want to eat? All right, okay. But and, it, it yeah. depends. If you fly only sprint races, my birds have to go on all uh, a season and also to the longer distance. If I keep them hungry. Or, or lighter in the beginning of the season, I will pay. I will pay it. Uh, that that will kill me uh, later in the season. Uh, but if you stay on the sprint races, like you have specialists over here, yeah, uh, they've got those guys. They feed light and less, and and but they only fly one hundred or two hundred kilometers. So you have guys that fly only one hundred kilometer each week eh, over here. Okay, and that, that's uh, that's their specialty, and they like yeah. to do it, and and. But I feed enough because the season is always long and, and we get longer distance and we get tougher tougher races also and, and the, those birds need energy. And I tried it, in, I tried it also as some less food for the sprint races or a more lighter food. And yeah, you do good in the beginning, but you screw at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And, 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 and at the end, at the end, they... they the last races are always the most important for national ace birds or championships. Sorry, fellas, I'll have to break you right there because we have to break right now for the Southern FM National Radio News. And after the Southern FM National Radio News, we'll be back on Pigeon Radio Australia with more of Yellow Rosiers live from Belgium. And, uh, yeah, we're learning a lot from him today. So, yeah, after the news, we'll be back with more of Yellow Rosiers here on Pigeon Radio Australia. See you after the news. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
the pigeon. Stop 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 the pigeon. How? Jab him, jab him, jab him, grab him. Stop that pigeon now. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the original and only devoted pigeon racing radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website is pigeonmedia.com.au, and you can also catch us on southernfm.com.au. And I just want to announce that uh, the VPO, the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, has a new website online, and the address for that, go and check it out, it's pretty good, is vpo.org.au. That's the Victorian Pigeon Organisation at vpo.org.au. And now let's continue our uh, talk with uh, champion Belgian pigeon racer, Jelly Rosiers. And and at the end, at the end, the last races are always the most important for National Ace Birds or Championships. And you know what they say, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. So you have to be good until the last race if you want to win some things or whatever. Yeah, over here, people, uh, or certain people... You know, like on the Friday night, they'll give their birds half a feed, or you know, not you know what I mean. They won't feed them full because they want the birds to come home quick and trap quick. You know, but you're saying feed them as much as you want. Yeah, it depends what mixture that you use. If you use a mixture with a lot of barley, they stop earlier uh, eating uh, because they don't like to eat the barley that much. You know, Uh, but if I use a mixture with barley, I feed them until they leave some barley. Another guy, uh, yeah, if they have to work, they have to eat. And, okay, if you want to have them trapping good and then whatever, yeah, they, they need uh, uh, maybe a little bit less food. But I think if you want to fly with the same pigeons all year, I think you have to feed them more. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you will go down later in the season, I think. You'll burn them out. Yeah, I, I had a guy uh, who said, uh, yeah, my birds are, are uh, trapping super, and uh, but I'm 19, 19 times he was on the road, and uh, he has to give them a break because they look tired. And yeah, and yours, yeah, mine. They they keep on uh, when they come home. They don't trap. They they they, they play with my <laughs> like oh, we say. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, uh, uh, but yeah, after nineteen times, mine are not tired. Eh? I can keep going on. Eh? They keep going, yeah. That's the thing, eh? yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. So, how often, after, how often would you medicate your pigeons, your race team? Uh, only if if necessary. So, um, this year we had a, a two weeks before the first national race with young birds. Something was not one hundred percent. I brought a pigeon and some droppings to the vet. Yeah. They checked everything and they found out uh, the birds were infected with streptococcus. So uh, we had to put them seven days on uh, amoxicycline. Okay. Uh, so I did the seven days. But after one day and even the second day, they respond like crazy to it. Because I'm not a, uh, a, you, uh, a guy that's using 
uh, a lot of medication. Yeah. 10, 15 years ago, I was even using more medication, but not uh, weekly, but more in a season. Uh, that I'm the last uh, five, six years, I'm, I'm uh, using less and less medication only if necessary. Yeah. Um, or if they have a tough season and you see they were a little, a re- a little bit struggling, then then I, I uh, give them five days uh, doxycycline and bam, they respond good. The birds, they keep on going. And But let's say for canker, I don't use uh, the last uh, three years. I, di- I didn't use anything anymore, only the yellow drops. Um, that's an infection thing. Uh, liquid thing, yellow liquid thing to inf- uh, to disinfect. Sorry, uh, the birds from uh, some bacterial infections and for uh, canker. Okay, uh, yeah. and that's working r- working really good. When do you give them um, that? When do you give them that stuff? The yellow drops. Or? I do always the day after the race, but it doesn't matter if you want to do it on the day before the shipping or whatever. That doesn't matter. I tried everything, and but for me to 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 make it simple for myself and yep. uh, I don't forget I do it always the day after the race exactly um, yeah. That's, yeah, okay. and, 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 I, and then I put that uh, KD from uh, Marshall in, in the water KD and, and yeah. KD, yeah. KD. I'm using that for several years now yeah. uh, that system how often would you use KD uh, how many times a week uh, I do before season two days in a row and then when uh, um when the birds do more than two nights basket, uh, more than one night basket. So if they go to two or three nights basket, I always use it the day after the race. Okay. But otherwise, if they only do one night basket, I don't use it. Uh, uh, but yeah, certain uh, as, as soon as we go to the national races, yeah, then it's all then we can use it uh, weekly almost because then they do two nights basket, sometimes three nights, uh, and then I'm doing uh, the KD. Uh, and and then the yellow drops on the feet, and that's the day after the race always. I don't have a lot of problems with uh, with canker. The birds they stay healthy. Yeah, of course. Sometimes you can, like this year, all of a sudden strap the cockles. It was the first time in my life I had it. I think. Uh, but otherwise, we don't have a lot of problems. Yeah. Uh, and I try to stay away as much as possible from that uh, those antibiotics and and. Of course, maybe I have. To, I, I lose maybe a few birds more. I, I have to kill maybe a few birds more. Uh, but yeah, it's it's only about those few good ones at the end. Eh? It doesn't matter if if you still have fifty and you have only uh, and you have fifty bad ones. Eh? You, you it's better you have forty and you have one or two good ones. Eh? Exactly, exactly. Like you said, yeah. yeah. You, you use it only when necessary. The medication, yeah. Yeah, and we are smart, lucky. We can smart. go to the vet uh, every day if you want. We have a lot of pigeon vets here, uh, and I prefer to 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 uh, go for a checkup to find the right thing. So I brought a pigeon and droppings to the vet. You wait two days. You have the results of the lab, and then you know, yeah, that's the problem or that. And even they check for everything, so you even know. Uh, like salmonella, no salmonella, no yeast, no fungus, no this, no that, uh, no coxie, no whatever. Uh, but streptococcus, uh, okay, what we have to do for streptococcus, seven days amoxicycline, okay, we do the seven days. Problem okay. solved, and, and they don't build any resistance to the, the medication, 
and you, you, you do it right and for the long run, you're always a winner. Yelly, how often do you go, do you, do you go to the vet? How often do you take your birds to the, to get checked? Uh, the breeders, the breeders, they go once a year. Yes. That's, uh, be- beginning of October. Yep. Um, and the racers before season, uh, before the national races and in between of the national races also. So let's say with the old birds, we go about three, four times a year with the young birds, uh, let's say uh, almost the same three, four times. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm very lucky in Australia. I've got a very, very good friend. His name's Ivan Fonti. Uh, and uh, Rob Marshall's taught him how to check pigeons, you know, for the droppings and everything. Oh, yeah. He does such a good job too. Well done, Ivan. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I helped, a, I, helped a, I helped a few flyers this year. You have. And, you have. And they ring me all the time and say, thank you, Ivan, thank you, Ivan. I've got different pigeons now. I said, oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, but if you can check it uh, every week or every other week, whatever, uh, then you get more more information from your birds, and you can do uh, yeah. things that you wanted uh, that you have to do. But sometimes you they can find something that you say, oh no, I don't I don't gonna do anything. I'm gonna leave them alone because mm. they can deal also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with, with the situation, yeah. and those yeah. birds are are stronger than we think. Eh? It's not necessary to put them right away on medication or whatever. Eh? Mm. Uh, even after a race, you can find a little bit coxie, but it doesn't matter. You have to treat them for coxie. Eh? Two days later, you check again the droppings, and the coxie is gone. Correct. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm very People lucky, Ella. You know, the, we, we, went to, hey. we went to Rob Marshall's place when you come to Australia, and I'm very lucky that i got a good friend like Rob Marshall, I can tell you. He's taught you well, mate, I tell you. Yeah, I, I, I think Rob is a very, very smart guy. Uh He's a, a very nice guy to talk with, and and uh, yeah, and and the yes. KD I'm using, and and it's not to to keep them healthy; it's to to help them to disinfect after a race. Because when you are always in the basket two nights, uh, several weeks, you know, in a year, you get you have more chance those birds get infected from with bacterial or viruses from other people. And and other people can abuse medication, so they create a, a more a, resistance a family of bacterial that are resistant uh, to some medication. So that's my way of using the KD to disinfect the birds after the race, uh, and and the yellow drops too after the race. Okay. Uh, in, 15 years ago, and and still now, other people are doing. They use some. Uh, antibiotic mixtures from certain vets that they have to use the day after the race to, to, to disinfect the birds. Uh, but I think uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm better off with, with that KD and yellow drops. Uh, those are no medi- uh, antibiotics. And when the antibiotics are necessary, I, I, my birds will respond way better to it. So can I just... Uh, I think... Can I just that's, ask that's, you with with the yellow yeah. drops? Sorry, uh, yellow. Can I ask you with the yellow drops? Do you um, when you say you do you put it in on the food? Do you put a couple of drops? How, how do you use that on the food? The yellow drops. How, how do you do that? That depends which yellow drops you're using. I am I have them from a local vet, and uh, um, 
those I have to put a, a soup spoon uh, on a on a half on five hundred gram of feet. Okay. So okay. two soup spoons on a kilo. Yeah. On a kilo, gotcha. All right. Yeah. And when it comes yeah, to water, yeah. when it comes to the water, how much would you put in the water? In like five, I don't in eight liters. In the water, oh, no. you don't. I never, you don't. No. Okay. You can though, can't you? You can. If you want, oh, you, you yeah, to. you can, you can. That's not, the, but I don't do it. I, I put it on the feet, or I put one drop in each nose hole. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, but with the young birds, I prefer to put it on the foot. That way, they yeah, it's that's a good simple, idea. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. No, it's yeah, really that's really good. Yelly says always keep it simple, yeah, and that's the simplest way to give it to them. Always on the food. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. and the enough. old birds I do in the nose because I have a smaller team of young birds and. Uh, yeah. Then I, I, in the morning after the race, I, I, I catch the birds and I do the the yellow drops in each nose hole, uh, a drop and and, but that's not a big issue with the old birds. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. listen, I've got two more questions. You, might, yeah. And um and then and then you can tell me to you know go away, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I've got two more questions. This one is uh, so. What what was what was your memorable moment in pigeon racing? Oh, I have a few. I, just, I know that. I know that. But, oh, you got more than one. I know that. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing like when I when I won for the first time Bush National. Yep. That was something I was working. For already ten years, I was second, second, and all of a sudden you win the race, and you don't forget. Uh, and then now, that old cockbird that we clocked on the eight hundred kilometer that uh, won the first national champion bird at something, and those two things, they were both we won them on the birthday of uh, Jeff Ruben. Yeah. And uh, on August 6th in 2017 and August 6th in 2022. And Luke always said to me, yeah, it's his birthday, yeah, because Jeff was Lucky's father. And uh, Luke, yeah, it's his birthday on uh, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's amazing. What a beautiful story. Yeah, bam, we we win Bush National and Huben blood was in the bird. And now... uh, a few days before the the 800 kilometer race, Luke told me, "Yala, it's his birthday on Saturday." Yeah, yeah, I know because his birthday was always two. It was two days after mine, uh, and uh, all of a sudden you clock, you clock, you clock that old bird, and and again the mother, yeah, a lot of Ruben in the pedigree, and that, yeah, that's so uh, that's a special moment because uh, Jeff. I always said, I want to be like Jeff Ruben. Yeah. Not only because the good birds he had, but also the person he was. He was a, a a really friendly guy, making fun, laughing. He if he if the birds were not flying good, he was not looking for excuses. He he was just like me. They are not good enough. Uh, we had a bad weekend or whatever. Other people are always looking for excuses. Just uh, Jeff was a, a a funny guy, and you you could. Listen two days in a row if you want, uh, if if uh, to him if yeah that was an amazing guy and and uh, another friend of me Tony Malucci from the states uh, and my my own godfather those were three people in my life in in this in the and in the pigeon sport that I 
that are the three guys that you look up to. Uh, they all three passed away. Uh, but those guys uh, are guys I will never forget because they were always laughing, having fun, smart guys, and, and no bullshitting, you know, and, and you could trust on them. And, and yeah. Yelling, and that you're right. special moments like, like the birthday of Jeff Huben and you win that national bush first time and then mm. you win that national well, uh, that means on the long distance. Yeah. Yeah, like God bless his soul to Jeff Huben because I, I reckon he's looking down to you and helping you out. For I'll sure. You, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was a really great guy also and, and, and still look also and, and, and uh, we are coming together often and, and, yeah, mm. yeah, you see, that I, I had a lot of, I, uh, I the other day when we clocked that national champion bird and on the long distance and the guys were here and uh, I, I grabbed the bird. I went straight to Luke. I said, look, you can handle him first because I, 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 I can't say enough thank you to those people, what I got from them. Uh, uh, and, and what that, that they, those birds made me better, uh, and and yeah, yeah. It, it changed yeah. my my pigeon life. Let's say like that, yeah. Of course, of course, you get smarter. Also, you you learn things. You 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 start to try new things uh, uh, in uh, how you fly your birds, whatever. Everything is changing, but the the basic are still the the the, the birds and the bloodlines you have, and 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 yeah. I know where I started, and I, 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 I will never forget where I came from, you know? Exactly. And what you yeah. said, Yelly, what you said just before was 100% right. Pigeon racing should be fun and enjoyable, and, and, and you should do that with your family and friends, you know? And that's, oh, what, yeah? that's, what, pigeon, oh, yeah? that's what pigeon racing is all about, you know? And then you can sit back and yeah. you can have a beer, have a laugh, you know? That's what it's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You're right. And if they don't fly good, they don't fly good. If they fly good, you have more fun. And, and it is what it is. Uh, that, that's the pigeon sport. Uh. Exactly. And people will beat you and you will beat people. And, and that's the game. And that's what we do. We have a bit of a joke like Ivan yeah. and I. When, when, you know, like if I beat him or he, he always has a crack, has a laugh. And, you know, we have, we have a joke with each other. And that's what it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be fun like that. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like yesterday, yeah. my wife uh, went. Oh. She, cause, <laughs> yeah, tell him. Go tell him, tell him. No, you no, tell you, him. Tell him. you tell him. You tell him. Yeah, Ivan. Uh, Ivan goes. I had my. I was talking to Ivan on my on the phone, and I had my wife next to me on loudspeaker, and we were on loudspeaker, and Ivan says, um, "Oh, well done, Joe and Kay. You done well." And she, what did she say to you? You beat me. I beat you by one second. She goes, second. I beat you by a second. And, and she starts laughing. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and Ivan's laughing. And Ivan goes, I'll get you next week. I'll get you next week. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Why not? It's all good fun. It's all good fun. The last question for, for the day is, um, what advice would you give a new flyer? What advice? Don't give up. Don't give up. Go to go to people that are flying good, and try to get some eggs from from the good racers. Yes. Don't think too big. Keep it small and strong, and and make it bigger. But don't make it too big, uh, and and don't look for excuses and try to keep it simple. Exactly. Uh, but the, the most important is don't give up because in the beginning it it it's, 
it's always easier when you have a guy who is helping you and and who know the the game already and and had some success. But if you don't have anybody and you have to figure it out by yourself, yeah, it needs time also. Exactly. Well said, mate. Yeah. Well said. Very good. And I've Very got good. I've got one more question before we say goodbye, Ella, and I want to know when you're going to come and visit us again, yes. so we can sit in the backyard, talk pigeons until three o'clock in the morning, and drink beer. Ivan makes me jealous. He always tells me the stories. Oh, we sat here and we had we drinking all night and we're having a barbecue. And I said, Oh, <laughs> good on you. Yeah. So when are you, uh, when are you going to come around, again? Around three o'clock uh, in the morning yeah. about pigeons, and it's a lot of bullshit. You know, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't. I don't think the, uh, this year not, but maybe uh, next year. I was planning maybe for next year, oh, next, uh, not this winter, but the winter after. Uh, always, always the traveling uh, going now to Australia. Yeah, yeah, people are coming. We're getting people from everywhere now here. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the traveling's good. okay that's now. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. but normally uh, I was thinking for next year. Oh, good. Not this year, but next year. It'll yeah. be good yeah. to see you, mate. It'll I will look to forward to yeah. seeing you, and I've got a lot of new lofts for you to go and visit. No problem. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> and you guys are always welcome to Belgium. Oh, I told Mr. Angelino here, I said, you know what? I said, before I go from this earth, I have to go to Belgium. I have to go. Yes. And that's it. And, and, and Joe's coming oh, with yeah. me, he reckons. But I will come with you, but if yeah. I don't take my missus on the honeymoon first, she'll kill me. <laughs> so that's got to happen first, then we'll go to Belgium. <laughs> 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 then you know what you have to do. Yeah. Maybe maybe I should take her there for as for take a honeymoon. There you go. But we're gonna be talking pigeons all the time. That's all <laughs> your missus likes pigeons. You know she what does. You, say? you make it romantic and you say, Oh, we're gonna go uh, we're gonna on a honeymoon to Paris. Hey, and then you it. take a car and you you drive three hours and you're in Belgium. That's Beautiful. Uh, you're smart. Yeah. Uh, one problem she listens to this radio, yeah? She listens to this radio. <laughs> you know my partner she races right. she races as well yeah she's she's got her own team and um she's actually uh, okay. uh, she's actually kick, kicking my butt yeah. isn't she Ivan she's she's, won, be- yeah. she's beating yeah. him nearly every week she won a she won a fed and everything <laughs> so um no, like Tony says Tony says the, Tony you says know what the, the woman next touch. thing now you have to say yeah you're kicking my ass can you take care of my birds too and then you 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 get rid of all the job and she can clean the, the loft that's a good idea that's yeah. good. the only thing oh, yeah? the only thing she likes is the when, she won't leave until the we clock the pigeons. You know, like she, if she has to go out somewhere, she won't leave until we clock the pigeons. Make sure she she wins, and then she's happy, and you know, and then she goes. You know, <laughs> so she loves oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lo- yeah, she loves it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your wife gets involved with the okay. birds too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, your wife. Your wife. She gets involved. You know, with the yeah, birds yeah. as well. If she, if I ask her to road train, or or and she's always with the droppers. Oh, good. Uh, but otherwise, she has she has also her own uh, uh, job. She's a medical pedicure. Uh, she has her own business here, and and that's awesome. very busy also. But in the weekend, or the, when she has a day off, and and we go on the road, she's going on the road. Uh, but yeah, she's also busy with the kids. We have four boys over here, so uh, it's always something, eh, you know. That would keep you busy. That would keep uh, you busy. Yeah, yeah, busy, busy. But that's good. Eh? Yeah. 
All right, Yella, thank you very, very much, and congratulations once again on your fantastic result there in Belgium, and uh, I hope to see you very soon in Australia. All right, thank you very much, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you very much. It was a very nice interview, and uh, I reckon Mr. Angelino here learned some stuff off you today. 100%. Thank you very much. Thank you very Let's much. Hope so. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. And, I'll, okay, and, and when I beat my luck. wife, I'll tell her it's uh, because of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. All right, mate. All right. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. See you, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh-huh. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see I'll be the light to guide you Find out what we're made of When we are called to help our friends in need You can count on me like one, two, three I'll be there And I know when I need it, I can count on you Like four, three, two, and you'll be there Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah Ooh, ooh, yeah If you're tossing and you're turning and you just can't fall asleep I'll sing a song beside you And if you ever forget how much you really mean to me Every day I will remind you Oh, Find out what we're made of When we are called to help our friends in need You can count on me are supposed to do oh yeah you'll always have my shoulder when you cry I'll never let go never say goodbye
Hollow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies Tara Meat We get racing pigeons racing horses racing cattle and poultry feeding All racing pigeon products and supplements available We also have live poultry sales Tara Meat Stock Feed and Farming Supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Flyright is a nutritional balancer product designed to assist racing pigeons to reach their racing capability and potential. Flyright contains a number of natural ingredients such as prebiotics, herb extracts, oregano, yeast functional fibres designed to increase the number of favourable microflora within the gastrointestinal tract. Flyright is a natural physical barrier to pathogens. Order your Flyright now at appliednutrition.com.au or phone us on 07-3206-2568. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Nab him, jab him, tab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. And you can get us on Facebook at the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia Facebook page, or our one of three of these groups. You can find us on the Racing Pigeon Global, which is the largest racing pigeon group on Facebook, with nearly 150,000 members. Go and join it if you haven't. And also, we've got Joe Angelino's group, the Pigeon Fanciers Australia and also the Racing Pigeon Australia Pigeon Radio Australia group on Facebook. And now let's go and check out our weekly results around Australia. Pigeon Radio Australia's weekly Australian pigeon racing results. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia once again, we have our Greater Melbourne Federation correspondent, and that's Mr. Gary Gillard. Hello, Gary. How are you? And uh, welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Yeah, hi Ivan and everybody. Uh, thanks for having us on again. No worries. Well, we, uh, once again, the Greater Melbourne had a 
a race on the weekend. Uh, we put them up at Mildura, place a little bit shorter than Mildura. Um, Red Cliff, I think the place was. Okay. But uh, it was a good race. Um, the winner was doing 14.68, so uh, I'll go through them now. Yep. Um, the winner was Gronin and Gasby from Rosebud, so uh, they did well. Uh, we've got one of our novice flyers that nearly topped the Fed twice this year. I said to him as a joke, we ought to remove his novice status because he's <laughs> doing too well. <laughs> and that's the Collins family. Oh, good yeah. Excellent. So Collins that's... family and Morty Mitt, yeah. they did well. Uh, Steve Beasley popped up there. Uh, good on you, Steve. Uh, Rod Churchill, number four, he's still hanging in. He's, uh, he's racing well. Yep. Five with uh, the Ketringham family. Six, Arafin Kid from Danny Nong. Seven, Motta, he was there again from Springvale. Mm-hmm. Eight, Peter Valentine, P&M Valentine from Morning Mist. Ninth, uh, Camo, S&G Cameron. And tenth was Gardner, P-T-N-N oh, from Peninsula. So, Excellent, um, very good. That's about it for the... Greater Melbourne this week. And, yep. uh, well done to everyone. Next week we're back there again. Back? Oh, you're back there again. All right, no well, worries. We, yeah, we, we can't live a rate at Mildura, so we go wherever we can, you know. So. Okay. What's the reason for not being able to liberate Mildura? Uh, look, it's a council thing. Um, okay. The bylaws, it's, you've got a bylaws rule that you're not allowed to liberate pigeons without a permit. So, um, yeah, every time you go there, you get the short shift. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Which is fair enough, you know. So um, I suppose they just don't want you doing it in town. And mm. uh, quite a few feds got pushed about it. They mm. all sort of end up joining us. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> out of town. So, yeah. Oh, it's about 10 kilometres out of town. But, oh, that's you know, nothing. It's yeah. a good race point. Yeah. All right, mate. Thank you very much. We'll catch up with you again next week, mate. And good no luck. Worries. Good luck for next week's race, mate. You, you too. Oh, hey, can I just say one thing? Yeah, go. What? Can I just say thank you very much for those bob traps? Jeez, they are they're very good quality too, nice and strong. You know those. And um, you can get them from Natural Pigeon Products, Mr. Gary Gillard himself. There, exactly. One of our greatest sponsors on Pigeon Radio Australia. Thanks sure very much is. for your sponsorship, Gary. Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Thanks, mate. See ya. This is eighty-eight point three Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And now let's go over to the Western Pigeon Federation and check out the results, the top 10 of the main race from Mildura on Saturday. And the main race, uh, the winner was uh, Barney Mitzi, Ben Mitzi and son in first place doing a grand velocity of 13.34. That was a really good pigeon there down there in Lara. Second place, Kasia and Holwell. Third place, Paul de Kaiser. In fourth place, A and J Saggers. In fifth place, Charlie Abella. In sixth place, Black and Blue Lofts. In seventh place, Saggers Lofts. In eighth place, M Mifsud. Ninth place, David Malia. And in tenth place, Mr Tony and Doris Barbara. So that's the top 10 for the main race from Mildura for the Western Pigeon Federation. Then we go over to the Alison Portelli 10 Bird Hen Special Race. And in first place, we've got TJ from the Boxing Club doing a grand velocity of 13.69. In second place, John Adard and family. In third place, Tanalia Brothers family, Caroline Springs. In fourth place, Eunice and Tarek. In fifth place, Ian Spur. 
That's a beauty in Backers Marsh. In sixth place, Manila Loft. In seventh place, D and G Vitsakis. In eighth place, M Mifsud. Ninth place, Black and Blue Lofts. And in tenth place, Raymond Mifsud. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have the winner of the Alison Portelli 10-bird special race from Mildura for the Western Pigeon Federation, and that's Mr. TJ. Hello, TJ. How are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. How you doing, matey? Thanks, mate. Congratulations, mate. That was a ripper of a bird that you clocked in that 10-bird special. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks. And Joe Angelino has got a few questions to ask you about uh, your bird. No problem. G'day, TJ. How are you going? How you doing, Joe? Good, mate. That's the way. That's the way. Now, you, you, how long have you been flying for? Uh, I started in 2016, but I only had like four races then. Yep. And then three races the year after. Yeah, so I haven't really raced a full season yet. That's what I mean. You haven't raced the full season. Mate, yeah. people have been, let, let me tell you, people have been racing for many, many years. I haven't even won a federation. So big, yeah. pat, big pat on the back to you, mate. Congratulations. Nah, I think I just asked them, mate. Hey, I, I, I wish I can ask them every week. I'll cop it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy. Trust me. It's not easy. You yeah, know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mate. And I'll tell you what, it's a good, tough race, you know. It's a solid race. So you did really yeah. well. Good pigeon. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about your pigeon that you clocked. Yeah, what, what what's the bloodline of your, the bird? And did you breed it? Did someone breed it for you? Well, I bred, bred that one. I yep. got a pair off Michael Portelli at the end of, I think it was 2017 or 2018 season. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I bred those two birds I got off him. And you, won, up... and you, and you won the Alison Portelli race with Portelli's pigeons. <laughs> How yeah, good is that? That's what I was happy about. I was wrapped about that. <laughs> that's great. That's fantastic. Man. That is good. Well done. What did, yeah. what did Michael say to you? I haven't really had a chance to speak with him. We've oh, just been messaging each other. Okay. Yeah, but he was wrapped that I won as well. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so go on. Sorry. Keep going about how you, you know you bred this bird. Yeah, well, I got the, the pair off him. I bred him. Yep. And then the cat killed the cockbird. And then the female, she took off on me. Someone opened up the stockbird lock, so she took off. And then so I had one pair of them. Okay. I, yeah, I inbred them. I bred, got four babies out of them. Yeah. And I decided to raise two of them and kept the other two for stock. Then the two that I've raised, they've done well so far. So what are you going to do with this fed winner? No, I'll keep racing them, mate. It was bred to race, so keep racing it. Jeez, mate. That's all right. Mate, that's your call. He's like that's Mike Tyson. Hey, he's like that's Mike Tyson. He's a boxer. Mike Tyson. Mate. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, that's all. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, well, there you go. He's a boxer, mate. Yeah, Tough. But, yeah. I'd be, I'd be putting away. Me, personally, I'd be putting it away. Anyway, each to their own. Each to their own. Yeah. Dog bag. Hey, yeah, that's your first, I know. Tony, what would you do, Tony? I would stock it. <laughs> 50 years, 50 years experience over here. Yeah. <laughs> Has <laughs> young ones. Yeah, that's right. I would. I would. That was well. He's probably gonna. Because you do. never know. In twenty years' time, you might not win another one. So <laughs> you, no, know, you never know. You never know. His kids might produce winners for you. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, if you keep racing, anyway, it's up to, up to it's you. A it's a hand. It's a hand. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, if he does yeah. race it. Um, It'll definitely do good in the four, five, and the six. One of them races, yeah. for sure. You yeah, know, in, in the hard races, you know what I mean? The long distance but stuff. But nice to have, to have it there. Fat winner is a fat winner. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. don't come every day. No, they don't. No, they don't. I, I, I actually 
the first Fed win I won with the double PF. I sent it. Listen, and when I, I started, and I lost it, and I now you know, when I, I started, like, I won the Peter O'Sullivan. She was ahead, mm-hmm. and I stuck there, right? Yeah. And I was getting a lot of winners out of her daughters and sons. Oh, there you Fat go. winners. I won a lot. But TJ might sell you this cent if you want to buy it. It's only a thousand bucks. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cheap. cheap. It's cheap. <laughs> nice to stock it. Uh, cheap. I'll give him 500. I'll keep 500. thousand bucks So what, what, what breed is it? The oh, head. He just said it's Huben, from... Huben. 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 Yeah, yeah. Huben. Yeah, Huben. Well, there you are. There you go. Yeah, well, that... She's well bred. And you've got a... You said you've got another one in there as well. You've got two of them. In the race loft. Yeah, I'm racing two of them, but two of them are kept for stock. Yeah, okay. Oh, so he's yeah. got the family in stock anyway. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, 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 he's yeah. got two, which is so good. I had, had three females and a male, so I kept the male and one of the females aside. Yep. Yeah, and the other two hens, racing them. Well, mate, we wish you all the best with that hen if you keep racing it. I hope you do well. Hope you do yeah. well. Um, well, she came home looking like nothing, mate. Like, I didn't even see her come home. Me and my missus were having lunch. Yes, and she looked out the window. She goes, there's a bird on the landing board. <laughs> I looked out and I said, just sitting there, wouldn't go in. So okay. she ran out to push it in and then she goes, the sliding door's closed. I go, open the <laughs> door, you know. <laughs> she opened them and it scanned in. So I don't know how long we were sitting there. So, uh, and she the, the other birds from the other race as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> See? That's, 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 that's what surprised me when I seen what bird it was. I go, I go, this thing come from yeah, you're, so, you're, you're so, on the... so that's a very good pigeon yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a good one well, yeah, they, let, they, they let they let the, the others first the others first and yeah. he clocked the 10 birds you imagine if you clocked that pigeon you were doing 1369 with that pigeon and the second pigeon was doing 1327 and you, and she was sitting on the landing board you imagine if you clocked it when she first come yeah it would have well, been a that's scream. A thing. I don't know how long it was sitting there you see there you uh, go there you go uh, and no, your, your missus good. pushed it in well you have to open this because I've got like uh, little slides that go up and down yes yeah like those Sputnik lofts yes yes yeah they were down so I wouldn't, couldn't go in oh no oh, yeah. yeah I gotcha I gotcha that's all it was just sitting on the board yeah yeah okay so yeah. does your missus does does your missus often help you? Uh, she doesn't really help, but what we do, like just go for drives to give it down bow and heads, let the birds go. Oh, beautiful! That's good. You know what I mean? No, that's good. No, we we yeah. promote that a lot. That we, you know, we we want to see more women. You know, get in the sport, helping their partners. We reckon that's yeah. really good. That's good. No, very good. So what? How how, how did you get into pigeon racing? Uh, with the pigeon racing was with the. With my missus, really, yeah, because I used to have a lot of rollers and donex and that. Yep. And I had a few races that I used to use for, you know, raising the young and that, yeah, for the short peaks. Okay, yes. Yeah, and then when we used to go for a drive, we used to take the races with us and just let them go. We'll come back from lunch. They'll be here, yeah? Okay. Yeah, and then one day I was watching videos on YouTube. Yeah. And one of Len Colgate's videos popped up. Yeah, and then after that, keep watching more videos, more videos, and I said, ah, stuff it, you know, I'll get, get some racing pigeons. And that's how it yeah, all then, started. Yeah, that's how it all started. It's a good hobby, and isn't then it? then got into it from then. Yeah. It's a great hobby. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, how, how often do you do you medicate much? How, how often would Mate, you medicate? Mate, anything I medicate, <clears throat> like I just do the injections for the 
not the radar, the BMV. Yeah. yeah. And for medication, just with the canker every three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's about it, really. And wormer at the start. Yeah. Yeah, well, that well, well, that that's so you don't really use much medication. That's good. Nah, not really. Uh, so anyway, what advice would you give a new flyer? Don't listen to too many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is Everyone answer, gives you all different answers. Yeah, you, that's confusing. your head in, mate. It's you just confusing. do what makes you happy, and that's it. That's confusing. Yeah, you're now, right. Now listen, being a boxer, do you use any of your training methods on your pigeons? What, put them in the ring and freaking tell them to go three no, rounds? Put them in the ring. What are you talking about? <laughs> he knows how to get a boxer fit, yeah? You know how to get a boxer fit, yeah. don't you? Yeah, but it's totally different, bro, yeah? Oh, you reckon it's different? You don't use anything yeah. like that similar for the birds? Nah, see, like with the feeding, you know, you listen to one bloke, you'll say, feed this, feed this, feed this. You listen to another bloke, he says, feed this, feed this, feed this, yeah? Yeah. You know... So what I do, just go down to that Thomas Town pet shop, buy a bag of high carb, a bag of saf, yeah, a bag of corn, mix them all together, and that's what they have throughout the whole week, mm. from there the start, from the first yeah. race to the end race. Yeah, yeah. I don't change the feed or nothing. Mm. No, nothing added. I know it works, right? You keep doing it. That's yeah. it. What works, exactly. keep doing it, and keep yeah. it simple. That's everyone it. feeds different, yeah. but everyone gets the results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like Ivan just said, whatever works for you. Good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you're going to have a lot of, you're going to have this big smile on your face for a while, I think. Yeah, winning the fed. Yeah. But the thing that's pissed me off, yeah, I didn't get to see the bird come home. Well, you know let, what I mean? Let your missus tell you all about it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she saw it. She saw it. <laughs> yeah. No, she's seen it on the board. She didn't see it coming, though, yeah? Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Would have been a very exciting to see it come, I betcha. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Can I tell you something? Sometimes it's better that you're not there, yeah? The bird comes down, comes down naturally, relaxes, and not, is not stressed out. Sometimes when you're there, you stress the bird out. Yeah. You know what Sometimes I mean? when you're waiting for them, they don't bloody show up. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. No, that's right. It's the best when you just look around. Oh, jeez, there's a pigeon there. Yeah. No, that's good. Well, look, next week or the week after, when you win another Fed, you can watch that one come home. How's that? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, listen. I've, I've got my one Fed now. I'm happy. I don't need to win another one. Good on you, mate. No, no, no. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. That, you got to win as many as you can. Mate, you've got nah. to be competitive. Just like you're competitive in boxing, exactly. you've got to be competitive in pigeon racing the same. Good on you, mate. As long as you're having fun, mate, that's what it's all about yeah. in the beginning. All, all right. right, so when, you know, me and Ivan would like to go around with you in the ring. When can we organise that? <laughs> no, whenever you want. We just want to do a, what is it, a bit of sparring. A bit of sparring. Yeah, yeah actually, me and Ivan should have a little spar. No, you can just, you can be the referee. <laughs> I can be the referee for you. Can do you. Next charity event. A charity? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that'd be... Yeah. Raise some money for the kids. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I've done it before with the cops in the fire, fire, fire brigade. We, we, we can rig it. As long as you put an extra 500, you can knock me out. Oh. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> nah, listen, well done. Congratulations. And Thanks, let's mate. hope you... Look, it's, mate, you've still got heaps of, heaps of races to go. Hopefully, you can crack another one. And, um, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season.
Thanks a lot, mate. All right, thanks for being on Pigeon Radio Australia, and we'll catch up again. On the line for the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, uh, we have our correspondent for that federation, that's Mr Paul Cassidus. Hello, Paul, how are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Good morning, Ivan. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Tony, and all listeners. G'day, g'day, mate. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. What a beautiful day for racing on Sunday, mate. Saturday. Saturday, sorry. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. What's wrong with you, mate? Yeah. No, no, because last Sunday was good too. Mm. Uh, reckon? <laughs> for sure. Uh, what, mate, I, I think I told you, Joe, it was the best morning I've seen in, in, in the last six months. Yeah, yeah. It's just fantastic. Actually, yeah. I was telling Ivan, uh, I'm getting sunburnt. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's, he's texting me, and I'm going, yeah, it's, he's going, oh, how, how beautiful is it oh, today? And I, I said, I oh, know, I'm getting yeah. sunburnt. I made myself a lovely salad and a barbecue. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Good there on you. Go. And a beer as well. What about you, Tony? Oh, yeah. yes, what that's another. Is that another story? I wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, I, I tell you, in 42 years racing, I never experienced a race like we had. Never. Well, Tony, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, really. I don't. Uh, you clock <laughs> the pigeon, and after 40 minutes comes another one. Jeez. <laughs> that's never happened to you before. No, 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 nobody's in a race like that. What do you think happened? Well, I don't know. I wasn't up there. <laughs> yeah. So, good point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get these v- VPO results. Paul, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. You ready for them? Yep. Okay, first place, we had Lou Pelagora. Second place, Gary Callaghan and Son. Third place, uh, Joe Angelino. Thank Fourth you. place, Jared and Karen Barry. Fifth place, Frank Di Pasquale. Sixth place, Barry Vaughan. Seventh place, Erwin Boomgart. Eighth place, Paul Burlak. Ninth place, Ren Incencio. Tenth place, Kay Angelino. Excellent. And Very who came, came 11th? Oh, uh, some new flyer. Ivan Fonty and Charlie Camilleri. Hey, well done, Ivan. Yeah, well done. but uh, he shouldn't say nothing because I'm not in the top ten. Yeah? <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, what, no uh, how far no. were you off, Ivan? How, many, um, how long did you need? Uh, well, I told you, Mrs. Yesterday. I told her and she said she likes beating me. So anyway. Um, I know. That was funny. What I was, I was doing, uh, your missus was doing 15.66 in 10th place, and I was doing 15.58 What was a part-time for you? Five minutes and 37 seconds. That's nothing. Mm. That's oh, nothing, oh. five minutes. Well, it was the second fastest clock in the VPO, so that's not bad. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. I'll tell you another another good one, Jared Jared Caranberry. Oh, 100%, yes. correct. You know, 28 yeah, past. Look at, the way, look at the way the birds went. If I want to pull out like that again. Exactly. That's a good one. Well done, guys. Well in Riddles yeah, Creek, really mate, that clocking at that time was excellent. They've had a couple yeah. of good uh, good spots, haven't they? Good flyer. Yeah. Mr. Barry's a good flyer, I've got to tell you. I think yeah. maybe it could no. be the woman's touch. Okay, <laughs> Maybe it's his missus. Let's, let's... I better go. I've got to do some work. All right. See all you, right. mate. Right. Right. Have a good see one. you later. Bye, buddy. Bye. Cheers. Online all the time. SouthernFM.com.au. 
And let me read the results for the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union race from Mildura. And in first place with a screamer of a pigeon is uh, Mr. Joe Denaro from the Pasco Vale Club. He was doing a grand velocity of 13.24. In second place, we've got Frank Valuto and Son doing a velocity of 13.06. So that's a five-minute gap between those two pigeons. So Joe Denaro's bird was a screamer. Third place, John Dismore. Fourth place, John Forty. In fifth place, Mick Doria in sixth place, Couchy Brothers in seventh place, PP Pace, eighth place, Barry Dodds, ninth place, Vince's Lofts, V Giuliano, and in tenth place, Wayne Williams and D Hunter and Sons. 88.3 Southern FM. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia from the Central Highlands Pigeon Combine in Ballarat, we have Mr. Aaron McKay. Hello, Aaron. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio. G'day, guys. How you going? Good, yeah, mate. Good. How are you? Yeah, going good. That's thank you. Way. What's happening in that great town of Ballarat, mate? Oh, not much happening, mate. We had a bit of a tough weekend, obviously, with a bit of east in the wind. We, yeah. we were up at... Um, Coomba, which is roughly 550k to Ballarat. Oh, so nice. it turned out to be a fairly tough race and yeah. some um, scattered results, you know, like spread over, you know, usually when they they sort of all come together and break. But this oh. time it was over an hour, like just to fill oh. the top 10 or 15 positions. Hey. Unbelievable. Yeah, she was some tough racing. Yeah. So in the first race we had, which was the open combine race, yep. we had um, Jason Brenner cleaned up. Oh, uh, with a very good pigeon a long way out in front. Yeah. Um, so he was a clear winner in that. Very good pigeon, which also won the um, the raffle ring race, which we had. Same yep. pigeon won that. Hmm. Uh, John John Gadsden was second. Another top flyer who's flying very well this year. And uh, Joe Spateri, the ex-Melbourne flyer, oh, was third. Here we go, Joe. Oh, Jojo. Yeah. Uh, Jojo, yeah, that out. made him happy. Oh, yeah. Made him happy. <laughs> yeah, so he's very happy. And Good then uh, we had the three-birder, which was released an hour later. Yep. And uh, sort of the same thing happened again there with that one too. Was The birds seemed to have been spread out a fair way where usually we get them to, all together, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes get the three together, but not this time. It was... Brett Mahoney was a clear winner. Oh, um, he's flying really good, Brett, yeah, again. Good. Uh, he had a, a – I think it was the first start, as someone said. Huh? Seven hours, 50 minutes on the wing. True. Wow. Tremendous effort. And then the young champion flies, young um, Payne and Lynch. So they're Mick doing Payne, really they're, well, though, and they're very they keen. What? First year flies. Good on them. And they finished off with a second combine, mate. Good amazing. Well done, Really Jess. good. Great to see. And then we had the uh, the Peter Jones, who's in the Invitation Club, very hard worker uh, for the Combine. He's mm. always doing something. Mm. Lovely bloke. Um, and he won the, won the club and got third Combine in the three-birders. So oh, that on. was also really good to see. Excellent. Well done, well done. Yeah, so they're the winners for this work. And... Um, well-deserved. They had very good pigeons way out in front. Now, Aaron, <laughs> while i got you on the line, you want to mention your big 700-miler. That's coming yes, up. Yes, yes. Uh, we've got the 700-mile race coming up from Nockundra in Queensland. It's the Victorian Open Pigeon Race, uh, open to all Victoria. We really love to get the nominations in by the end of the week, yeah. um, hopefully. But if anybody's hasn't heard about it or anything like that, they're more than welcome to give me a call or right. send me a message on Facebook or anything like that. 
Um, we've got a lot of nominations coming through. It's actually going to be a very big race. Good on you, fellas. Thank no you. No worries. See ya. Oh, what a great show that was, uh, Mr. Angelino and Mr. Barbara. We have to go quickly today. Say goodbye very quickly because... That interview with Yellow went very long. Fair enough. And to those correspondents that we couldn't reach, we tried to call you, and, yeah, we'll give you a call the next week. Mm, yeah, so, we were tied uh, up on the phone with Belgium. Yes, we were, actually. So yeah. we got a bit late. We'll call you next week. Yeah, no All worries. worries. All right. So, goodbye, Mr. Angelino. Goodbye, Ivan, and goodbye, Mr. Barbara. Goodbye, Ivan, and goodbye, Joe, and goodbye to everybody around the world and all the listeners. All right, goodbye, and we'll catch you next week here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio!